Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Fablemans. I watched the second half of The Fablemans. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. All right. A uh, little about how the sausage gets made, everybody. So we like to watch uh, Oscar movies. We do. In preparation for the big, the big, big O show. We call it Oscar month, but that was back when it felt like we could actually fill a whole month with it. And now yeah. it's just like cram as many Oscars as we can. Oscar nominated movies before uh, the actual premiere. Right. But here's the thing is we're recording currently right now before the announcement's been made. Yes. So we're like, let's pick a movie that we are pretty sure is going to get nominated yes. for Best Picture. So a safe bet would be the Golden Globe winning <laughs> The Fablemans. Right. Which is directed by Steven Spielberg. Big name director. It's a movie about filmmaking. It's, which it's usually just shooing. There's no way it's not going to get picked. But if it isn't. We're going to look like fools. <laughs> Can you imagine this movie not being made, not getting an Oscar nomination? Why not? And fucking Avatar 2 gets an Oscar nomination? Crazier things have happened, right? I guess you're right. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Like, we're definitely suspected this is going to get nominated, but Jesus, if it doesn't, that would be fucking hysterical. It would be so funny. Yeah. But also, I mean, whatever. Whatever. We, oh, no. We watched a pretty good movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> watched a movie made by a very confident director when he's kind of having a renaissance recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like ever since uh, Ready Player One, he's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's, really... he's like, I'm fucking done making yeah. money. I'm, I don't even make money anymore. I'm just yeah. going to make what I want to make. I'm going to make a... A musical no one wants to see. Yeah, and um, a gorgeously shot film. A great, a great movie that no one wanted to see. No. Uh, some movie about myself now uh, <laughs> that nobody wants to that see. No one wants to see. <laughs> but you know, clearly yeah. I, I'm inspired to make it, which makes a big difference. It does. You know, I it, it is really amazing to see. I, it's funny because I feel like when I was a little kid, I, I I used to draw little comics and I drew a comic about like Spielberg making a movie about his own life as a joke. Oh and wow, Dude, you're a fortune teller. I you, guess I am. You gotta dig those co comics. Out, we'll see if we can find anything else. You have like you're like oh, I'm watching The Apprentice, and you're like, this guy's gonna be president someday. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, gonna go like everyone in staff and say you're fired and everything. How funny! Yeah, real funny. Uh, yeah, I know. I so it's funny to see him actually doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also feel the movie. I don't know about you. I feel the movie has a very metatextual level to it. Oh, like, definitely, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By the. <laughs> I'm very excited to tell you about the, how this movie ends. I've heard the last shot of this movie is incredible. It's really good. And I'm, I'm very excited for you to try to describe it. I think it's pretty easy to describe uh, Yeah? To be yeah. honest. And also, just so everyone's aware, too, I already have heard about the John Ford scene with... Aw, man. Yeah. You spoiled it? Damn. I would. I, I assumed I was going to watch this movie normally. And then we were like, we got to watch a movie for the podcast, so this one wound up being the one we chose. But, like, it's got... I know that David Lynch is in the movie. Oh, I was so excited to see him. <laughs> I was so excited. I so know. Good. I know. So I saw that one sh that one scene. And that's the only scene I know. Oh, I mean, that's, that that's one of the best scenes in the movie. It's so good. I, 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 having seen my half of the movie and then that half of like, that scene, I'm like, yeah, that's a really great scene. <laughs> David Lynch played uh, uh, John Ford. Do you know how that's, that that scene even came about? No. So David Lynch has obviously worked with uh, Laura Dern a ton. Yeah. The actor Laura Dern. Laura Dern was directed by Steven Spielberg mm -hmm. in Stress Park. Park. And so when uh, Steven Spielberg was looking for John Ford, like people to uh, portray the legendary director John Ford, he originally wanted David Lynch, but Lynch didn't want to do it. And then Laura Dern, being good friends with David Lynch, convinced him to take the role. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I mean, it. I was trying to think because oh, we're getting way too ahead of ourselves. I feel we'll go we'll, we'll circle around back to this. Okay, but I do think that's a very good scene, and I think I think setting it up a little bit 
you know, with the whole movie behind it, I yeah. think it has a little more gravitas. It's being like, oh, is it crazy? This kid meets John Ford, who's played by David Lynch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's way more to it than Which that. Which is already pretty cool. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty great. Like, I'm like, it was I, pretty good. That's like butts and seats right there for me. I'm yeah, I was going to say, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, oh, well, Mike can't hate this movie. <laughs> Like, honestly, no way. I quite enjoyed myself watching this <laughs> film. So the movie opens with a little boy, and he's afraid of watching his very first movie, the movie called The Greatest Show on Earth. Uh-huh. Uh, and I mean, there's a lot of expectations when you name a movie The, the greatest, greatest Show on Earth. Earth. That's a lot. Like The Greatest Showman? Like, come on. That was The Greatest Show. That, that was a song they're letting you know. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, and it's really great because it's one shot. Again, it's it's like a really long sweeping shot of like the line of people waiting for the movie. And then the camera goes down to this little boy who's like terrified of watching his very first film. Because he's like, it's going to be really loud. It's going to be really scary. This is set in the 50s, right? I think so. Early 50s, I'm assuming. Really early, yeah. Because yeah. okay. this is basically the life of Steven Spielberg. It's, yeah, it's, like it's obviously Steven Spielberg's life. It's obviously life. him. I've seen interviews with Steven Spielberg talking about literal like moments in his life that were translated yeah. into That's the film. thing that's so interesting is I feel that because like you and me are both interested in film yeah. and like Steven Spielberg obviously is like probably like the legendary director oh, right definitely. like he he makes so many movies that have hit so many different people right mm-hmm. like it's not like a it's action like movies people dramas. know david lynch but how many people have seen david lynch movies yeah like exactly. not that many no um but people are everyone's seen you know jackson park et jaws whatever yeah 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 um, i haven't seen jaws but <laughs> we've all seen those movies well, you have seen them. jaws the revenge <laughs> i've seen jaws the revenge <laughs> Yes, but yeah. So, so I've I seen. I've, I've suffered the uh, after effects of Steven Spielberg's <laughs> yes. reach. Right. So we know a lot about like how he got his start. You right. know, I feel so. It's very interesting seeing kind of the early, early parts yeah. of this, the origins. Um, because of he does, he does mention these stories before. He's mentioned them in interviews, like what's inspired him. Yeah. You know, people have clearly interviewed him a lot. And he's not like a. He's, he seems like. The most like normal, I don't know. He seems very normal, like a normal guy to me. Definitely, yeah. Like, he seems just big... like a normal dude who just like really wanted to make movies. Yeah, he doesn't seem like an eccentric like David Lynch. No, is, you know? he seems like just kind of like a nerd. Yeah, like but like not, but not like a, a nerd like like, not like, like like Lucas is, who's like a weird recluse yeah, that yes. like bubbles everything. Yes. Like Spielberg just seems like a normal guy who's just really into something. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, this, is, this is his like car project. Yeah, this is definitely. like I love cars. No, I just love movies. You know, seems like he's got like a really happy home life, and like oh, yeah. he seems like. A a genuinely good person mm-hmm. so it's like yeah i totally agree it's just like this guy like an a- literally an average guy was just like i'm gonna make really good movies for the rest of my life and he did it yeah and yeah. he's like well do you want to know how it came about i mean you know sure and it's funny because it's like pr- a pretty like mundane and relatable story but because oh, it has that so. like it just shows that like good filmmaking can make even like the most mundane and like kind of like you know, tired material, yeah. like really elevate it. Definitely. It's all the way that it's like uh, observed, I'd yes. say. And especially it's... knowing like the thing that kept fucking freaking me out, because the movie is also deeply about like Spielberg's like family life yeah, and like how his parents divorced. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's really weird to see a guy like filming his home life that wasn't necessarily like a happy home life, you know? Like, yeah. it's about like how his mom and dad fell in love with each other and like you know and how that like stressed everybody out and it's just like i don't know like it's not like he's like digging through like all the seedy details but like it is kind of like i can't imagine like making a movie about like my like you know childhood and like putting up all all the bat warts and all yeah exactly yeah Yeah. exactly i think maybe because also he's like i mean i assume his both his parents are not alive anymore because he's older now yeah um so I imagine it's probably just kind of like meditative and reflective. Definitely. I'm like, oh, this is what I, this is like my origin story. I've, I've grown to make 
to so much fame mm-hmm. and like I could do anything I want. Yeah. And at this point, you know, I, I made, you know, Ready Player One, a movie that <laughs> really Nobody can top it. Nobody can top it. So <laughs> I just gotta opus. reflect on that. Yeah, my yeah. Magnum Opus. It has everything in it. <laughs> it is it is the shining in it. Yeah, it has Ninja <laughs> Turtles in it. Like it's got everything, you know? Come on. Yeah, when you exactly. reached a peak cinema as Ready Player One, <laughs> I know he trashed in the podcast, but when you reflect on it all those years later, yeah. you really think about how good Ready Player One was, you know? How, how sentimental it was. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> you got to say, it has the most movie. It, it is the most movie, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely there's the a most, lot in it. Well, absolutely. there's the most things in a movie. Yeah, it has a lot of things most moving movie. around. Uh, yeah, I know. I totally, you're right. I think this is definitely him sort of like looking back on the rest of his life. Because he's also really old. Like, I think he's, like, in his, like, late, or mid to late 70s, I think, or something, right? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's like, so, crazy old. I think old. he's, like, definitely approaching 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's nearing 80. And, like, uh, which is nuts, too, because, like, for the people that have watched uh, um, West Side Story when it came out, so much energy. Like, yeah. so much kinetic movement. How old is he? 76. 76. He's actually a little bit younger than I thought. Yeah, I thought he was a lot older. Uh, but even so, 76 is an old age. He's older than Stephen King, but younger than George Lucas. Oh, man. George Lucas is almost going to be 80 soon. He shows it. <laughs> I don't think that's true, Mike. Well, I don't know about that. I could use my special effects I, I to could, make me I, look younger. <laughs> I've heard there's new de- de-aging technology is very good. I'm very excited to implement it in my new they, films. They used it in my Star Wars series. Yeah, they used it, yeah. I, I don't think they used it to great effect, but that's just my opinion. That's their thing. It's mine. They I made a lot my, of money off of it. I'm I, gonna go, I sold it to them. I'm going to go love my wife, white those white slavers. Yeah. Anyway, so movie opens with a little boy going to see a movie. Obviously, yeah. Steven Spielberg. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking, like, we're comparing George Lucas <laughs> to Steven Spielberg. Can you imagine Steven Spielberg coming out and being like, white flavors? Like, oh, no. like, I don't think he would ever say something no, like that. No, because he's just like a normal he's guy. He's say weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst thing he's ever done is like, Ansel Aragorn's. I don't know. He was okay on my movie set. I, he was fun to work with. Yeah, right? that's but it's it. like I mean, honestly, probably was for him. Yeah, right? like yeah, probably fine for him. Uh-huh. Yeah, not for you know underage women. women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, go back to the movie. Anyway, so movie opens. Little boy waiting for a movie. He's afraid to watch his very first movie. Relatable content. Very. Rel- Do you say. remember watching your first movie when you were my a first kid. movie when I was a kid? I believe it was In Lion theater. King. I think it was Lion King. Okay. I think it was Lion King, yeah. But I remember the first time I was scared watching movies. Yeah. How old was that? Was that? I was uh, watching Lion King. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It was a never-ending story. I was Mm. too scared. It's too scary. So I went to... That is very scary. That was in theaters? You saw the never-ending story in theaters? I believe it might have been one of the sequels, I think about it. Because I think, if I remember the math, I think I probably saw like the third one or something in theaters. No, that really didn't end, did it? (laughs) They never did. They never did. So I was like, I'm going to go watch Babe instead. So we left. Babe's a lot better. Babe's a lot better. Babe's a really good movie. I was like, oh, this this fucking pig's whole family's getting slaughtered. Whatever. It's fine. (laughs) scary at all. cute dog that talks. Yeah, it's sweet. What was your first movie? I think my first movie was Pocahontas. Oh, okay. Both Disney movies. I feel Both. like that's a fair... It's a very like safe movie to yeah. bring your kids into. Yeah. Just There's nothing Disney bad film. about Pocahontas at all. There's no, no, like, no weird representation or any weird interpretations <laughs> As of, a little uh, kid, it all went right over oh, my yeah, head. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. care. You're like, wow, the colors boy. of the wind. But I do remember being a young kid and going, like, it's loud in there. It you is know? scary. And, like, covering your ears when like the movie starts, you know? Cause it it's gets too very loud. loud. So, yeah. The movie does a good job of putting you in the position of like being a little kid and watching your first movie. This is also like early film, too. So it's like, it's not just like, you know, I feel like, you know, other people that watch movies. I think this is also still like a, um, what is it? Like a, like a, I don't know, like, like a surprise, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's anyway. So what was the movie again that he was going to see? The Greatest Show on Earth. Show. So it's a color film. Uh, we actually see uh, quite a bit of the film. Kind of want to watch the film now too. So he's about to go in. 
And his dad is like, look, son, here's how movies work. He tries to, like, calm him down. His dad's played by Paul Dano. Yeah. Um, and his dad's like, here's how movies work. You know, you're seeing just, like, images, like, static images, but they're moving quickly. The persistence of vision, you know. He, uh, he can sort you of ex- tell he's the science behind he's the it? Science, he's, he's the, the science. He's the engineer. And then guy. his mom comes down. And his mom's like, it's like a dream, but it's like a good dream. And you'll remember forever, like, all good dreams, you know. And so it's like. The dad is about, like, the engineering, like, the reality of filmmaking, and uh-huh. the mom is about the emotions of filmmaking. Uh, and it's... I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? good shit. It kind of makes a lot of sense for kind of the type of films he can make. Absolutely, because you know? his movies, like, all of his... But most of his films are, like, you know, using both... Like, literally, like, uh, Jaws, right? Jaws is all about creating emotion through the engineering of, like, a fucking shark that couldn't work. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? exactly. <laughs> or even, like, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park has clearly touched people emotionally. That and movie it, was, like, a uh, gangbusters for, like, uh, special, special effects. effects. Advancing the technology. Exactly. Yeah. So it's I, I'm like, oh, this is good. But it's also a good example of, like, why people love movies, right? Because, yeah. like, movies are both science and engineering and emotion and feeling mm-hmm. put together. I just really love this moment. He goes in to watch the movie. It scares the absolute shit out of him. Uh, but he is transfixed during a, uh, a a train crash sequence. We see, like, a train coming. It's a miniature, obviously shot on miniature. But it's a really good-looking, like, sequence of a train crash. And it clearly stays with little Sammy. He's like, little I, could make, I could make stuff like this. He could, exactly. Uh, there's also, I wanted to mention this too. There's, I've, I don't know, man, this year I've been watching a lot of movies about movies. I've seen Babylon, I've seen Blonde mm-hmm. and I've seen this movie now. That's true. There's a lot of shots of just audiences, you know, yeah. just a lot of just shots of people watching movies. And I'm just like, God, this is, this is a pattern, man. Anyway. I mean, how the, the audience is a key part of the it movie is. going experience. I wonder if those are like COVID shit, right? It's like, Oh, everyone can be in a room again. Let's like be able to film an audience. <laughs> Maybe I guess that's I true. Know. Either way. So Sammy is like clearly like moved by this film, but mm-hmm. like it's, it's like when you're a little kid and something affects you, but you don't know how to like exactly express it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, he's both scared, but also like, like he's clearly like just staring into the middle distance and imagining, I don't know what to do with all these emotions. Right. I'm the very young man. This is the other. Okay. So here's the other thing I really love about the movie. So like, Obviously, one aspect of Spielberg that everyone knows is mm-hmm. he's like a, 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 a one of the most important filmmakers ever. But I think one of the things that honestly gets sort of like downplayed is the fact that he's like clearly like a very successful like Jewish filmmaker. Yes, you know, and like that—that's a massive fact of this of this movie. So like they're driving home, and the first thing his mom asks is like, "Hey, what do you want for Hanukkah this year?" And he's starting to like come up with like what he wants for Hanukkah, and then as they're driving home. Um, they're like, what, what house is ours? We can't remember what house it is. And Sammy's like, it's the house with no lights out because they, they're Jewish. They don't celebrate Christmas. So why would they have Christmas lights out uh, on the outside of their house? Got it. Uh, Where are they at? Are they in Arizona still? No, they're not in Arizona yet. Okay. Uh, they're on the East Coast. Uh, I can't remember where, though. Uh, I think Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, because he's a little, little kid. So yeah, he's a little sense. kid still. So at night, he dreams of trains, and he tells his parents, you know what I want for Hanukkah? I want a train set. So for Every night of Hanukkah, he gets a different, like, train car. That's cool. And then at the very end, he gets an entire set with the tracks and a little, like, Sick. gizmo to, to run it. Uh, and then he keeps t- – he, he recreates the train crash scene from The Greatest Show on Earth with the toys. Uh, and he shoots that scene the way that, that – that, because he's not recording it. He's just doing it because he wants to replicate it. Uh-huh. And Spielberg shoots it like the movie. Like, he shoots oh. he shoots it, like, as close to the film as possible, the original, like, Greatest Show on Earth, to capture what it's like for this little Sammy boy to watch it being done. But it makes a big, loud noise in the middle of the night, and he's in trouble. 
Uh-oh. And his dad, he's like, I love my trains. I, you know, like, I love, I love the trains. You know, I'm not trying to destroy the trains, Sammy says, little Sammy says. And the dad says, you can't just love something. You have to take care of it. Mm. Which I think is also something maybe about filmmaking or maybe it's about family i don't know but it's, it's something that like jumped out to you me. guys should unionize your your uh film crew <laughs> or it could also be like being able to like save and preserve filmmaking right yeah that's true you know you mm-hmm. can love filmmaking but you also have to preserve the idea the concept of it yeah you know? I don't, either way so uh the mom realizes why he's crashing the train so often is because he wants to recreate the film so he uh so she gives uh sammy a uh, little boy's name is sammy by the way yeah so uh, i should also explain sam fableman sam fableman the mom is played by michelle williams mm-hmm. she's incredible in this film yeah she's really good and uh paul dano plays the dad yeah. um so i'm just gonna say dad mom and sammy i think that's fair and then um, you, one oh, thing yeah. i noticed when i when i first watched this movie because i kept hearing the word fableman's right and i know what the movie is I but you that, thought but they, it was but they spell fable f a b E L, yeah, men's right is, because which, that's their last name because mm-hmm. they're 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 like a Jewish family and it just sets them up for being bullied in high school. <laughs> Can't wait, hey Fableman. <laughs> oh no, it's worse. <laughs> oh really? You'll see. Oh oh okay, I'm starting to figure out what's going down. Anyway, <laughs> so mom gives Sammy uh uh the camera like the family camera and is like, okay, we're gonna record. You can record the plane the, the train crashing. But you're only going to do it once, so then we don't break the train, and then you can rewatch it as many times as you want. And so he records it, and he makes, like, a little, like, film mm-hmm. using this. And he, like, shows it to his mom. They're, like, sitting in a closet together, and they watch the film together. And there's this really great shot where he's watching the projection of the film on his hands. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I love that. Like, this concept <laughs> yeah. of watching a, a thing you made in your hands. There's a lot of shots of hands in the movie. I think this movie's also a lot about, like, how you do a thing because it's like he's making film and there's also shots of like his mom who's a pianist and you see shots of her hands as she's touching the yeah, fingers it's creativity the keys. it's all about right is there any shots of his dad though doing it uh sometimes you see him like putting things together but not too often yeah interesting yeah, very interesting uh and so uh but also during this scene we are introduced to seth rogan oh oh yeah oh yeah seth rogan benny benny He's a Which family friend. I was shocked to see him. Me too. At first, I didn't recognize him. No, right? Because his yeah. hair's all short. He's I'm like, short, oh my gosh, he's, bu- he's buttoned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, he's straight cut. Like, I don't think he's ever touched weed in his life. Like, <laughs> he's he doing a beard. great job. I know. Yeah. He didn't even laugh once. He laughed once in my half, and that's when I'm like, is that Seth Rogen? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't keep it all contained. Huh? Yeah. It wasn't a full transformation. He's not going to get us the best sporting actor for this one. No, though. because I like... knew it was him. Yeah. Uh, and so he's just family friends he's not related to anybody it's just like he uh works with like dad at because they're both like mm. engineers ah. uh and they're uh and they're like making computers basically uh and i'm like oh, okay cool good to know good to know uh blah blah, blah 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 oh so now sammy is obsessed with filmmaking so we just get a big like uh um sequence of sammy like shooting films with his daughter with his sisters mm-hmm. um Again, this reminds me of a lot of other uh, interviews that Spielberg has said where it's like, when I was a kid, I used to like put toilet paper on my face and then I'd rip the toilet paper off and make it look like I was rip- ripping my face off, which eventually led to a sequence in Poltergeist. We see that in this movie. Oh, yeah. Re- like created. Um, one year later, General uh, GE, 
I can't remember what GE stands for. The General comp- Electric. General Electric wants to hire dad, Paul Dano, mm. uh, because he's created a new computer, but Seth Rogen isn't coming with. Where does he live again? Right now, they're living on the East Coast. They're okay. going to move sorry. to Where Phoenix. Where does he work t- right now? Uh, just like a smaller like okay. uh, like computer Random company. Okay. But they've created their own like computer that can like compute much quicker, basically. Got it. Now, rather than using tapes, they use like vacuum things. I don't know exactly. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. They, start, they try to describe it. Basically, it sounds like a big breakthrough. And GE wants to buy their technology and also wants to hire on Paul Dano. But Paul Dano's going to leave with the family, but Seth Rogen's not coming with. Mm. Seth Rogen's going to stay here. And uh, for some reason, the mom is very upset that he's not going to hire Seth Rogen. It really sucks not to hire Seth Rogen. What's going on? And I'm like, I'm like... I understand how weird it is to not want to hire your friend, but like she's really upset, like huh. really upset. And there's this big tornado happening outside, so she takes the kids, puts them in the car, and drives off without the dad, and goes to look at the tornado. And while they're looking, at the goes tornado, to look at the tornado. Yeah, you just go look at them? just looking at the tornado. Damn. I know. I was like, what the fuck? Like this is insane. And as they're looking at the tornado, t- tornado, she starts to cry, like in the car. I'm like, why is she so upset about like? I understand like uprooting your family and moving to a new place is kind of difficult uh-huh. but like none of these kids are like old enough to like that to be a concern yet yeah. you know she's very upset it's very concerning right so that's why you're probably as a kid you remember that because you're like yeah. why is mom crying and then she looks back at them and she says repeat after me everything happens for a reason uh-huh. and then they move to phoenix seth rogan comes with seth rogan's with them hmm. and i'm like okay cool so sammy records the whole Move like it's a movie. Cut. Sammy is older now. He's a he's a Boy Scout and yeah. he's making movies with his friends, including Cheese from Reservation Dogs. I don't know if anybody has seen Reservation Dogs. I know who Cheese is. I, he was not in my half at all. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. He was one of the friends that they make movies with, and I was so happy to see him there. Uh, I love him as an actor. I can't remember what his name is, but he's really really good. He's he's probably my favorite character in Reservation Dogs. Lane Factor. Lane Factor. Yes, thank you. Uh. Keep your eye out for this kid. He's great. I love him. Anyway, so they make a Western for summer camp. or It's a camp or it's for, like, Boy Scouts. I think it's, like, they in order to get a Boy Scout badge, they have to make a, like, they have to do, like, a photo project. Uh-huh. And Sammy's like, well, you know, technically movies are photos. They're just, like, a bunch of photos all next to each other. So they make a Western together. Um, yeah, I feel like it's going above and beyond. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, it's something that he loves. But here's the thing is, as he's editing the film together, he's upset because it looks fake. The shootout looks too fake. Uh-huh. So then we get a sequence of Sammy's mom uh, playing a piano. She's preparing to uh, play on television, but her nails are so long and it's clacking against the keys. And so then Seth Rogen and dad chase her around and cut her nails. And I wrote down, it's a really polyamorous vibe, these three, you know, where it's like Seth Rogen is like grabbing onto the mom and Mm. then the dad holds the mom down and like cuts her fingernails. And they're all laughing like they're all clearly having a good time. But I'm like, it's really weird how close seth rogan's getting to the mall it's very weird isn't it it's very weird weird and then she accidentally pokes through like the sheet music with her heels and sammy's like "Ah, i got it so i'm gonna poke holes into the film like the the physical film to create little pins in the film so when the gunshots go off it looks like the guns are actually firing and it everyone watches and they're all so impressed like wow what a really cool like special effect that's a smart special effect it's a really cool effect and and the dad's even impressed the dad's like you're like you're thinking like an engineer son like Mm -hmm. you're 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 really smart but still uh he thinks that movie making is a hobby he doesn't consider it a living even though sammy considers it a living yeah uh and he's like no you need to make real things not imaginary things like movies you need to make things like i make things you know Mm -hmm. so they all go on a camping trip seth rogan is there just like 
hangs out with them too. Mm. And he is just so much fun and no one wants to hang out with dad. Everyone wants to hang out with Seth Rogen. And, uh, loves uncle Sammy, not uncle Sammy, excuse me, uncle Benny, uncle Benny. I wrote down, mom is getting really comfy with Seth Rogen. Ah, That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also Hmm. sounds like, uh, they're even considering, uh, later on the night, dad and Seth Rogen are talking to each other and they're both getting really drunk. And, it sounds like uh, they're like basically tricking GE into making like a business computer rather than like uh, the kind of computers that GE wants them to make. Okay. And Seth Rogen's like, we're going to get fired if they discover what we're doing. And he's like, no, if they, if they discover what we're doing, we're just going to go to IBM. And, mm. and, and but everyone uh, but he's like, I'm not going to go to IBM unless my wife wants us to go. Like, I'm not going to uproot our family again. basically. Uh-oh. And the mom's like. It's I never want to leave Arizona and she kisses her husband and we cut back to Seth Rogen in the moment that she kisses her husband. Seth Rogen looks hurt by this. Huh. Looks very hurt. And then she seems very loyal to her husband. Uh yeah. And huh. he's just and then he says like, "Hey kids, close your eyes." <laughs> like he seems like <laughs> seems very upset. And then Bob dances around. This is what caused like him to start smoking weed. Yeah, it's right. This weird relationship he's got himself into. It's very odd. I'm just like, I'm getting a real vibe, real weird, weird vibe from this, but we'll see where this goes. So she starts like dancing around like a really like see through dress. You don't really see anything, but like for the time and also the fact that like she's a mom. Like I think the kids are all like, don't look. Like literally, like one of the daughters runs up to Seth Rogen and covers his eyes. And he like pushes the daughter he's away. Like, no, so I gotta watch. see this. Yeah, <laughs> and the sister's obviously very weirded out by this. Hard cut. Mom's mom is dying in the hospital. Uh, Sammy watches this part. Oh my god, this part is so good. So Sammy, they're all. Everyone's in the hospital. The whole family's in the hospital watching. Sammy watches his. Hold on, grandma. is Uncle Benny there? Uncle Benny is there. Oh my god, Uncle Benny. Is Uncle there. Benny. Uncle Benny goes everywhere, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> Uncle Benny's there to hang out and watch mom, grandma die. Die, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot. And so we cut to Sammy's perspective and sammy's watching the grandma like just lie in bed and we get a close-up of grandma's like pulse uh-huh. and then we see it stop oh shit and i'm like this is such Wait, a film. pulse what do you mean pulse like, like on the machine or you no, you like you neck. know how if you look at someone's neck you can, you see, can see their pulse it? okay so he's so there's like a zoom Especially in on her neck. skinny old people really easy to see their their pulse yeah and if you're watching movies and a person dies in a movie i'm always looking at that fucking pulse oh yeah yeah it doesn't stop right but it, it does stop in this movie oh, because it's supposed to. And everyone else is like, I think she's okay. But Sammy knows she's not. Sammy knows she's dead. Because he's the one who looks for the pulse. Because he sees, he sees the pulse. You've seen enough movies. And then eventually the mom realizes that her mom is dead. And she like just like grabs her mom, starts crying. And the dad comes up. Paul Dano goes up to like try to like embrace her. Like, you know, like sort of just be their comforter. And she pushes him away. And then grabs Benny? No, that Aww. doesn't happen yet. So Yet? Uh-oh. Yet. Yeah, I know. So then dad goes into Sammy's room and gives him an editing machine that Sammy really wanted. Oh, nice. And he's like, but here's the thing. I know you want to make a movie, but you need to edit something together to cheer your mom up. You need to take footage from the camping trip that we went on and put something together for your mom. And Sammy's like, come on. Like, I, I'm, I'm this weekend. I've got plans with like friends. We're going to make a movie together. And he's like, cancel those plans. This isn't this isn't for fun. This is for your mom. You know, like you need to put all that aside. Okay, okay. And dad. he's very upset, but then he says something's wrong, and I don't know how to fix it. The dad says, and mm. I think he's talking about like his relationship with his wife. Yeah. So mom starts getting phone calls from her dead mom, saying, "Don't let him in." And the next morning, her uncle arrives, Boris. I don't know if you see Boris in your half of the movie. Nope. Okay. Uh, he used to work in movies, and uh, Boris, the uncle, um, uh, he says he he's like hanging out with Sammy, and Boris is like, "Art is not a hobby." Art 
is a way of life. And if you believe in something, if you're an artist, you need to go for it. Your mom, she was an artist. She could have been a great piano player. She could have played all the best places. But her fingers got too long. That's the problem. Is that what happened? Her fingernails got too long, dude. Her fingernails did get really yeah, long. So but it was no. It's if only. But that's why you had to. She had to find a husband and cut, a side and a side hustle. A guy side hustle to cut her fingernails. To cut her fingernails. Her. They had to hold her down. You know, cut the fingernails. <laughs> it and it works. It works. And now she can play piano. But unfortunately, now she got a side hustle. Yeah. Okay, her kids. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what the uncle really says is, my sister, her mom did not like like uh, a supporter basically. Yeah. And but he's like, Sammy, here's the thing. If you become an artist, everything else will fall away. You you have to choose between art and family. And I, I see you. I see you making this editing this thing for your mom. And I know you don't care about it. I know what you really want to do is make your war movie. So yeah. you have to make a choice. You have to choose between making art or being with your family. So interesting. Interesting to hear this from a movie that is, is all about, about the family. family. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right. It's, it's so meta. Yeah. And so uh, this really like hit Sam hard where it's just like, oh, my God, like I I don't know what to do. Like, I do love my family. I don't want to choose art over my family. So he starts editing the camping trip together. And I just want to make a note here. Honestly, this is a pretty cool fucking editing machine. Like I could have watched this guy. Edit this is old, the old, old school. Editing so, machines. yeah, he has like a wheel that he turns to like go frame by frame. Mm -hmm. You know, he has a little like tiny little projection thing so we can see everything and like cut it. I'm like, damn. If I would love to play with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I could just watch him yeah. editing. This sequence was like, I want to say maybe 10 minutes long, and I could watch the whole movie, just watch just him, him put everything together. Making editing around. It's interesting. So he's editing the camping trip, and he's like got footage of like, you know, his mom on a tree, and then his dad like making a fire, and his sister's playing. And then in the background, he sees Seth Rogen and his mom walking around, oh. just real close together, and it starts to like click. And he's starting to put together what's going on while editing something together. He's putting two things together at the same Sometimes time. Sometimes the movie's made in editing. And he starts to realize, oh, Uncle Benny. Is, well, more than, is he might be a real daddy. He might be daddy. He Benny. might be daddy Benny yeah. soon. And so he's realizing that his mom's cheating on his his dad. Um, and uh, he puts the camping trip footage together, cheers his mom up, which is great. And then he starts to shoot his war movie, his big war movie with his friends. And I just wrote down, damn, this looks like so much fucking fun. He's like directing people Man, and it's just so dirty. I used to make stupid shitty movies with my friends too. And I was like, it was so much fun doing it, that stuff it, it, back in the day. This really captures that feeling. Yeah. I'm just like goofing around with a bunch of friends and like getting dirty and like nobody has to be anywhere you know for like days. Yeah, right. You like, know, you don't have any obligations like, oh, I got to go home and do responsibilities. It's no. like, no, you're just hanging out with friends. You got to get home before dinner, I guess. Yeah, that's all. That's you it, have to get home you know? before before the light goes out. You yeah, know? but it doesn't matter. So you can't awesome. shoot that anyway. Yeah. I loved it. That's and uh, there's one really great moment where he's like, he's like giving motivation to one of this, like one of the guys in the movie, and the guy's clearly like not an actor. But as he's like describing what's going on in his character's head, the guy starts to like cry. The actor starts. The, the the dude just starts to cry, and in that moment, becomes an actor, becomes the man that needs to be. And I love yeah. this because it's like, what does the director do? Does the director just like? choose where the camera goes does the director like give motivation to an actor this is what a director does right this movie is All telling you right it's telling is telling you why directing is important you know it's really cool um and then uh the movie screens everyone loves it everyone compliments uh sammy on it his mom goes up and compliments him on it but he's super cold to her he's like he, he knows he doesn't talk to her and then she leaves with seth rogan they leave together oh Next, Where are they at? Are they at home? And they like this is at like a big movie showing, like oh, okay. at like I want to say like town hall or something. town theater or something like that. Okay. Something like that. 
So uh, it's another day. He's still rude to her at the breakfast table. And she's like, you need to respect me. And uh, she's like, I am your mother. And he's like, I wish you weren't. And she goes to slap him. But he turns around and he slaps. she slaps his back instead. Oh. But it's like everyone's like, oh, my God, you're going to slap Sammy. And so she like goes into his room and she's like, I'm so sorry. Just tell me. Why do you hate me? Like, what is going on? You've been so cold to me. And I want to know what's been going on. And so he's like, he doesn't say anything. He just gets a roll of film. And he puts it in a little projection. Oh, shit. In, now, remember how the movie opens with him showing the footage that he shot in his closet as a little kid to his mom? Mm-hmm. He shows her the film of them together, of, of Seth Rogen and the mom together, in exactly the same closet. It's all shot the same way. Wait, does he have his hands again? Is he putting it? No, 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 no. He's hands? just shooting okay. it on the wall, basically. Okay. But he's not even in the closet with her. He's like, you watch this, basically, and I'm going to sit outside. And she watches the, f- the, the footage of the two of them together and she just starts to cry and she comes out of the closet and uh, she's like super embarrassed. And she's just like, I, I don't know what to say. And he's like, I won't tell anybody. I'm like, you did tell somebody I'm watching a fucking movie about it. Oh, Ooh, and that's the end of my half the movie. Wow. Oh, wow. That's okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Cause the first thing I wrote in my half was he just goes, I won't tell mom. There you go. I won't tell anyone. Mom. I'm like, wow. I wonder what they said. Yeah. Yeah. what do you think was going on? I thought, um, yeah, actually, I did kind of think that something was going on with cheating. I didn't know who. Right. Right did you, away. Did you see Seth Rogen in your half of the movie? Well, here's the thing. Oh, yeah? The next scene is um, little Sammy at a camera shop. Mm-hmm. One might say a Sammy's camera. Sammy's camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's trying to sell his camera off. He's selling it. He's getting rid of it. Oh, no. But Seth Rogen's actually oh, there at the camera shop at the same time and buying a camera. Oh. He actually is buying a nice camera. For Sammy, for yeah, for Sammy, <gasps> and I don't think you mentioned this, but they're now, well, or they are going to Arizona, or they're they going already to, are in Arizona. They're going to California now. Oh, they are. Yeah, because I didn't know about this. Because his dad got a new job, I believe at, at IBM. IBM I think yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was not revealed to me. Okay. I didn't know they were actually going to move. Probably not important to the normal audience goers, but for us, it's just like oh, okay, like it would have made sense more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we, you know, watch the movie like a normal person. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's like, well. Um, you're selling your camera, but like you're so good at it, it'll break your mom's heart if you don't like keep filming. Yeah, keep making stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna miss you, but um, why don't you take this? Uh, why don't you take this camera?" So he like tries to give him the camera, and he's like, "I can't take it anymore. I'm done with movies. I can't Aww. do them anymore." And he's like, oh, "Come on, man!" He like follows him out. He, you know, Sammy's just trying to walk away, but Seth Rogen's like, "Look." Please take this for you. He's like, "Fine. Here's thirty five dollars for you." He's like, "All right, I'll I'll do that." <laughs> And then he takes the box of the camera mm-hmm. and he starts and Seth Rogen drives away and he realizes that like, oh, he gave the money back. Give the $35 back in uh, the camera. Um, he's like, I'm still done making movies regardless. He's like, everybody makes movies in California. <laughs> that's great. That's the last time I saw Seth Rogen. Oh, man. He was a really good character, honestly. Um, so for being a dude that was clearly like <laughs> sneaking around behind his friend's back. <laughs> yeah. But he's such a fun guy. You he know? was a fun guy. Sometimes like, and, and, and Paul Dano is such a fucking like little like whip of a little, man. Little dweeby guy. Yeah. He's like the nerd that is a nerd. You he know? is a full on nerd. Which is honestly a pretty good casting for Paul for Dano. For Paul Dano. Yeah. Honestly. Because he looks like a pretty big nerd. I mean, he looks like the Riddler. He does look like the Riddler. He's yeah. asking like Michelle Williams all these questions. She can't answer them. <laughs> And and like, he starts thinking Ave Maria. Yeah, or... yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he like, why can't you translate this word in Spanish? You yeah. dummy. <laughs> um, so they're driving to California, 
It's a and, thumb drive. And yeah, and he's not filling it. Huh? It's a thumb drive, I it's say. Thumb drive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so then let's see. Dad was having apparently like a dream. He's like, mm. I had a dream was, while they're driving that I had a big argument with Uncle Benny and I socked him right in the nose. Whoa. I'm like, that's a weird dream to have. Also, I didn't know who Benny was at the time. Oh, yeah. You so didn't know like, it was Seth Rogen. Yeah, I said it was Seth Rogen. I'm like, oh. This is, okay, can I say something really, really quick? Hmm. So you remember the movie Opens? And I, I mentioned how they, they Opens and um, the mom's like, movies are like dreams. Yeah. There's so much that. dream talk in this film. Like, yeah. the mom has a dream about Boris, the uncle showing up, and he does. Huh. And then... He has a dream about uh, the dad has a dream about hidden the uh, the guy Ben. Yeah. Just so much dream stuff. I, I don't think, know. I it's think, interesting. I think Spielberg definitely probably believes that like movies in some ways are dreams. Like they're yeah. based in reality ish. Like yeah. dreams are based in reality. Like things you know and stuff like that. Right. But they're all remixed. You know, especially mm. a movie like this where it's like this is about his personal life, but yeah. all the characters are obviously renamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you some know, of it's probably dramatized. Some of it probably probably dramatized a bit. Yeah. Like. It's rooted in fact, like probably a lot of dreams are. Oh, I see what you're saying. And yeah. you could, but in a dream, you can actually uh, act out on desires yeah, and yeah, emotions yeah. and things that you couldn't do normally, mm-hmm. right? Like you probably think that his dad probably would want to punch Benny. Oh, Benny, yeah. Right? Because yeah, yeah. he probably knows something's going up at least. Oh, totally. Um, but he's such a fucking but wimp. But he's, he's not going to do it ever in his <laughs> life, right? But he can dream about he's it. He's a cuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the OG, the original. Yeah. <laughs> the original cuck. The original cuck, Paul Dano. <laughs> Write it down here. Yeah. Uh, so his mom hears this and is like, stop the car. I need to take a break. So she's like, gets out, and all the kids are concerned. By the way, I don't. Did you mention he has like three sisters? He's got three sisters. He's got three yeah. sisters as well. Yeah, which he's, I think Spielberg also had like three sisters. Yeah, that's probably right. like yeah. why would you change that fact? Yeah, that's true. So he walks out, goes c- confront or comfort. Uh, confront or con- comfort? Eh, kind little of both. Little of both. <laughs> uh, his mom, and he's like, she's like, I got a big secret. I'm like, I don't know what the secret is. Like I thought it was cheating. I don't know what the secret really is. <laughs> And Sam, he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I'm not going to ruin our family. I'm going to stay married because you know what? Your dad is a good man mm. and he's he's loyal and he's smart and I'm just going to stick with him and not going to ruin everything. Mm. Um, so then... And also, Benny's going to stay in Arizona. Yeah. So. The, they go to they go to high school now. We got mm-hmm. Sammy going to high school, and all and there's, there's a couple of his sisters are there. So this is probably why Cheese isn't in your half of the movie. Now, think yeah, about they're it, not. He's, he they're not in the same state. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then the sisters like, "Why are you being so mopey, man?" I'm like, "I wonder why he is so mopey. Why is he so upset? <laughs> What's his fucking deal? What's his problem? Did he have like a big secret that I won't tell my mom or anything. Like I don't know. Maybe he like punched someone or something. Oh, and he's like, yeah. I can't tell you. I can't tell my dad or anything. But like you know." No, I don't I, I, I confide in my about mom. How you punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know when your kid thinks are dramatic. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, but you know what it really is? Is St. Elmo's fire. It's not a big deal. Oh, yeah, it's not right. real. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. all in your head. So um, they go and they're at high school and everyone's super tall. And he's like, wow, we move in with a bunch of sequoias because they're in Northern California. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's he goes and tries playing volleyball on the team. But there's this guy, these two, let's just say, um, he accidentally elbows this guy Logan. Hmm. You can picture what Logan looks like because his friend Chad immediately comes oh, to defend him. You know exactly what these I know guys what Chad look like. looks like. They both look pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chad's a little more weaselly. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, so shocking. I know. <laughs> so he accidentally hits him in the face, oh. and he, like Chad's like, "I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna beat you up." And like the guys take it down. 
So they confront him after the volleyball game in the locker room, mm-hmm. and Chad comes up and is like, Tensions "Hey, we hurt my friend, man. What are you, the K word?" He's like, Ooh. "Oh, we you, like cool." Yeah, he's like, "Are you cool?" He's like, yeah, I'm <laughs> Kool Aid Man. You bust through <laughs> oh, the locker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. He's like, "Oh, you're Slur. Jewish." Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, "Well, Chad knows." He's like, "Wait, you don't like Jewish people, Chad?" And he's like, "No one likes Jewish people." I'm like, "Oh my god, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> Anti-Semitism out of nowhere. Yeah, I guess that's how it is, right? Yeah, I'm just hanging out with someone. Suddenly, they're like, "Wow, I know you're a Jew and I hate you." And I'm like, "Oh my god, what?" <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Ethan, you guys can't see it. Ethan is like I'm ceasing. Sh- I'm shocked. He's j- <laughs> Anti-Semitism right after World War II. Come on, <laughs> what's going on? So, uh, Chad, you know, starts bullying Sam and, and like uh, being mean, and then but Logan steps in and is like, "Hey, don't, don't, you know." He still he kind of like comes to defend him a little bit, but it's like, look, Chad's kind of sucks he's like actually like really demented so just stay out of the way and chad's like yeah demented. i'm gonna hit you i'm gonna hit your head against the fountain like next time break all your jesus teeth. christ he's chad like, okay so they leave great time first time yeah first time at school so he comes back home and there's all the screaming at the house he's like what's going on mom bought a monkey there's a little monkey running around now what the fuck <laughs> yeah, I, I did not expect that i would to go never like this. have expected this monkey there's thing. a little monkey around jumping around is um, there something wrong with the mom? Like, does she have some kind of like mental issue? Or have, something? I don't know. Maybe she's really sad. She's in California now. I'm not with. She that. wants a monkey. She wants Benny. She's enough kids. Like, she has to. Oh yeah, she replaced Benny with a monkey. Um, yeah. So she calls. Uh, what does she call the monkey's name? Shit, I wrote it down. Benny. I think it is called Benny. That would be, be fucked. Wrong. That would be fucked I, up. There is. It is something that caused an argument. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was. I could look I it wrote up. Sammy, but I don't think it's right. Is it Boris? Boris is his uncle. Is her is her uncle? Maybe I'm not sure. I'll look it up. Yeah, you look it up. You look up what the monkey's name is in the Fablemans. I will. That's what I'm doing. Um, but like, this confronts like her husband. Like, goes up to her and is like, "Look, I, you need to see a psychiatrist." She's like, "Psychiatrist won't help you feel better. They'll just let you know why you're feeling bad." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, I mean, that might help though." <laughs> um, but I mean, if you know what you're feeling bad, perhaps that might be bad for the family. Because then you'd have to really confront that. Yeah, that she named it like Benny, dude. Yeah. That's fuck- Benny, that's it. That okay. is fucked up. Yeah, named it Benny. That is insane. She, literally, she's like, I'm sorry, I'll name. I'll rename the monkey. This is apparently the same monkey that was in Night of the Museum in the Hangover series. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow, what a prolific actor. Crystal the monkey. Crystal the monkey, huh? That's, it, they, Honestly, I'm looking at him like, this is a well-trained monkey. So I mean, be- yeah, clearly it's a, it's a, it's been in a lot of stuff, you know. It's not a, it's a female monkey, female capuchin. Uh-huh. It's in the Hangover um george of the jungle it's when it was, wow they live a long a time baby yeah it was born in 94 this monkey wow this so, this monkey's almost as old as us oh it has a personal life section oh. crystal lives with her trainer in la other animals live in the home including dogs horses and cats crystal who sleeps oh, horses no- in the house i know right <laughs> <That's so much. laughs> we gotta have a big house for that like la come on crystal who sleeps no less than eight hours a day shares a mattress <laughs> with with oh my god with the owner tom gunderson Gunderson's wife and fellow capuchin squirt and a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> There's two people, two monkeys and a dog, all in the same bed together. <laughs> I want a movie about them. <laughs> fuck the Fablemans. I want to know the Animalmans. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? This monkey sleeps in the bed with them. Me and my wife and our and our dog sleep in one bed together. That's too much. Like <laughs> I can't imagine. 
imagine maybe two they monkeys big, and a maybe chihuahua. Maybe one of those like custom giant beds. Yeah. Uh, next, expect the horse sleeps at the foot of the bed, right? Like, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> everything's just weird like they're yeah. like all american family just a little bit weirder what if um the maybe... gundersons is their name tom gunderson is the man's name what if it was also like that monkey was like seth rogan for them it was like a weird part of their relationship oh god <laughs> just sleeps in their bed <laughs> anyway so i, I weren't why to judge they seem to be the doing monkey. okay they, like, I, I mean know. they're they're killing it they were in they were in the new spielberg movie yeah <laughs> well you know that family's going places huh yeah Anyway, so the, the yeah, the, <laughs> so the, 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 the monkey's like, named Betty, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, that's a wild name. So he's gonna re- she's gonna replace the name because it's yeah. weird. Um, and they're like, she's trying to get the idea of that, like if Benny could come home. I need. I was trying to piece together what was happening because they're arguing, and I'm like, I feel like I should know stuff. <laughs> but it basically sounds like IBM is out of uh, Benny's league. And mm. IBM doesn't need him. Ooh. Like they're just not going to hire him, so he's never going to be able. That's to That's some come IBS right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's that stand for? Uh, irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so, so yeah, like, Betty's like not able to live yeah. to work there. Yeah, he wasn't just, and he's like, she's also like, he wasn't just your friend; he was also mine. He was a little more than a friend, special friend, a little more than a friend, very special a friend. friend. I have a lot of friends. We don't do that. Um, so <laughs> we were going to make a podcast together, <laughs> me and Betty. <laughs> you need to make something like a real job. Yeah. You can't just make podcasts. <laughs> can just make something. <laughs> make something that counts. Ever since that first time I heard the, that shock jock radio come on the radio. <laughs> saying stuff like, oh, God, I want to make a podcast. Honk, honk, honk. So Sammy goes, opens up his locker. He hmm. finds a bagel hanging there. And they call it, call, it says Jewel on it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> says free lunch on it. Yeah. <laughs> nice guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> He's like, oh, cool. And then he goes down and sees, um, oh, fuck, I forgot the other guy's name. There's Ch- Logan? There's Chad. Yeah, Logan. So he sees Logan making out with some redheaded lady. Mm. He's like, oh, that's weird. And he he, <laughs> he runs weird. away because it seems like it's a secluded area he's not supposed to be in. Right. Um, and then he goes out to mind his own business. And then Chad sees him and says, hey. Bagelman, oh. come over here, and I'm like, that's why they put, spelled it Fableman because you just put <laughs> totally. Him, that's why it's an easy it. way. To, it's an easy way to make fun of them. Yeah, easy. that's true. Just line them up, line them up for just old dumb Chad to f- make a good joke. So, um, uh, let's see. So Logan, uh, they, Logan also appears, huh? I wonder what they called Spielberg. I don't. I don't want to dive into whatever he was probably <laughs> called. They're probably hey, stupid bird. <laughs> <laughs> but they also have to make it anti-Semitic stuff, right? Exactly. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to do. jump. I don't want to jump into that. Jump into that yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. Spiel poop. <laughs> Spiel turd. Spiel turd. There we go. Got it. There we go. <laughs> That's a totally fine thing to call it without it being yeah, anti-Semitic. This is what we're gonna say. Yep. Spiel no turd. one likes poop. <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> Then Logan comes in the way, so he's kind of blocked in, and they like start bullying him. Mm. But uh, Logan's with his girlfriend, who's not the redhead. <gasps> it's a different, different lady. Oh my gosh! And he's just like, well, so she's like not down with this. And then he's like, yeah. Well, why don't you tell your girlfriend you're making out with the redhead? Mm. He's like, what did you say? She's like, you said you were done with her, and she runs off. And mm. then he just punches um, Sammy so hard. I'll bet. Logan punches him right in the face. Yeah. 
He says, you tell my girlfriend Claudia that what you said was a lie. You just wanted to say it just to get, you know, just to get her angry. Yeah. So I would leave you alone. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> so he goes home and parents are like, what happened? And Sam, Sam starts breaking out and being like, you don't care, dad. You just wanted to run away. You took us here. You don't see how miserable we are here. You don't mm. care what happened. You're not going to do anything about it. You Just know? like you didn't do anything about Benny. Yes, exactly. Uh, we're, we're like the only Jewish family for miles. We hate it here, but you don't care. And mom just gets up on the, the couch and says, I started therapy. <laughs> it didn't really help anything. I was going to say, that's great. Good to hear, mom. Yeah, good I'm happy to, to hear you that you're helping yourself a bit. Yeah. yeah. And then, so Sam hasn't touched his camera in a while, but he like pulls it out from under the bed. Mm-hmm. This is also his new camera. He hasn't tried it out yet. Just, yeah. Like, turns brand new and camera. listens to it. But also he it's could like, film Logan kissing the redhead. He could. He could do that. He could, yeah. Um, he was also like, this was an interesting shot because he could kind of see his hand and the way the light was reflecting on the window. Mm-hmm. You could see the hand making a shadow. And it definitely is like a lot of shots. I'm thinking this, this brings me back to the shot in Jurassic Park where the velociraptors come by and you just see the shadows of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah. kind of has that same feel of like, I don't know, it's just a little like inspiration shot that I feel like he had. You know what's interesting? I, I agree with you. And something I noticed about Spielberg is like usually people will use darkness to obscure figures, but he uses light to do that. Yeah. You know, like he always likes to blow out the windows so that when a person is like behind really bright light, they're like super obscured yeah. rather than it being in like a shadowy darkness. And mm-hmm. almost so it, by that like way, shadows almost take more of a, I don't know, a positive viewing yeah you know what i mean i think that's kind of what the metaphor of this movie is in some ways like maybe the main thesis is that like bad things happen but it does in the end shape who you are yeah definitely um even if it's bad it could be good in the end or you know it paints a full picture with it it's just something i've never really thought about until watching this movie that yeah like he just really likes to like if he's trying to obscure somebody he's almost never going to do it in darkness he's always he's always going to do it with like way too bright a light you know yeah but something like that or or they block out the darkness yeah that's scarier which is way scarier that's true Okay, so then he gets confronted at uh, school by Claudia and her friend Monica. Ooh. Claudia's like, why would you say those things? She's like, I'm sorry, it was a lie. But then she's like... Coming on him. But she's like, well, how would you know her hair color if it was a lie? Yeah, why exactly. would you make that up? He's like, uh, uh, I don't know. And she's like, hey, you're Jewish, right? And Monica, her friend, is like, yeah, you're Jewish. That's interesting. Wait, so you don't believe in Jesus? <laughs> and she's like, I can't imagine being without him. Do you oh. want to come over and pray about it? Oh, no. And he's like, uh, I, 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 I guess. <laughs> so he goes over to her house, and there's a tons of photos of Jesus, Jesus. On, her, on her wall. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest one is she has a, a, a crucifix yeah. with like, the full Jesus hanging down, looking sad, being mm-hmm. crucified. With a heart around it, like light lighting hearts <laughs> around it. It's very weird. I love it's this. It's like weird, cute Catholicism. It's yeah. very strange. <laughs> it's 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 Catholic couture. Yes, it is. <laughs> Catholic couture. Love I love it. this. This is totally like a Jewish person, like going like this is what it feels like to walk into like a really like Christian Catholic yeah, person's yeah, house. Yeah, you know? Like this is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I um, love that. And she's just like, yeah. So you know. Look at, look at Jesus, huh? It's like kind of kind of sexy. I got a bunch of sexy men on the wall because he also she also has other people, not just Jesus, like right. other like men. She's like, yeah, it's so sexy. He's like, even Jesus isn't that like a sin to think he's sexy? He's like, no, 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 not not no. I don't think so. He was just you know a handsome Jewish boy, just like you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, 
we saw anti-Semitism, and now we see the opposite of that. <laughs> fetishism. Yeah, fetishism, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, so he's like about ready to like go in to like kiss her. She's like, wait, we have to pray. And so they get down and they start praying. This is the weirdest scene in the movie. This scene is just <laughs> This feels like a totally different it film. It feels like a different film. Yeah. It feels like like a more of a younger film to me. Like, I don't know, Spielberg has his own kind of like warm, cozy vibes, even if like people are arguing and stuff. But yeah. this feels like kind of like I don't I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, how to make you feel? It, it made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It, it feels like a li- scene from like Licorice Pizza or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Where it's just like this is a little odd. But, yeah, you know, this know. doesn't feel like hundred percent. Yeah, comfy. Real, but like, it's, yeah. I get it. Um, so she's like, "Pray with me. Ask him. Ask. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Come into your spirit." And he's like, uh, "Okay." And this is like a very weirdly horny thing. And she's mm. like, "Like this. Oh, come into my heart, Lord." And he's just like, "Come into your mouth. Let the let this open up your mouth and let the spirit of Christ take you." He's like. Oh, okay, and then they kiss and they go on the bed and they start making out and he looks up and he sees Jesus looking down right at him. <laughs> what the fuck? And then snacks and they can't make out anymore. And then she's like, oh, I'll see you later. We'll we'll continue to pray tomorrow. I love this. This it's, is so cool. It's very weird, but I did enjoy it. I like that a lot. That feels that that, that has a ring of truth to it. Absolutely. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird It has such a different feel from the rest of the movie. And it I does. think that's because I don't know, getting your first girlfriend or first crush or whatever, like mm-hmm. that is a much different feeling than what you've known. You know? Yeah. You're, you're going into someone else's home, you're going into someone else's lives, their beliefs, whatever. Yeah. And you're being engulfed in it. And you're like, this is so much different than, you know, oh, I have a friend. He's, you know, he's a Christian or whatever. He's yeah. not going to like bring me to his house all the time and like have to like indoctrinate me right away. Yeah. Um, But like when you're in a relationship or whatever, you, you get a lot more of that. You learn more of a deeper understanding of someone's culture. There's also not a lot of like sex in like Spielberg movies. No. Spielberg movies are pretty sexless. Yeah. So like seeing a movie where like a kid might like, you know, get laid here and then does <laughs> next it to Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> a, little, a little religious drama there. Probably. It's very, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they apparently continue to keep going out because now Monica going steady. is at the house. Yeah. yeah. And having dinner while, um, the monkey's running around mom. She's like, wow, you got a monkey. That's wild. <laughs> and it basically is like, you know, Jesus had a monkey. <laughs> Not many people know that. Not many people know that. I got to bring Jesus and everything. Yeah. No, she's very polite. Like, that's the thing that's so weird is that like, besides this scene, she now becomes a normal person. <laughs> like not weird. In fact, quite cool and quite supportive and very nice. Yeah. 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 Um, and she's very polite during this whole dinner scene, but they're basically like, look, dad and the girls are all very scientific and very good at math. Mm-hmm. While Sam and mom are all very like artistic. They take it to the more artistic side. Right. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you, you used to do films and stuff. And he's like, oh, no, I haven't done films in a while. And it's like, oh, you're a photographer. They need a photographer, says Monica, for Ditch Day. Oh. Ditch Day is apparently a time when they like pretend to let the students ditch and they actually just go to the beach or whatever and right. like, have a good big little party on the beach. Right. She's like, you film that. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And then she says, you can let, you can borrow my dad's camera. He owns like a, a, a air something or whatever. He's like, his eyes get big. He's like, wait, your dad owns a 16 millimeter air flex. I'm like, oh, this is relatable shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're over at someone's house. You're like, someone just like throws out that they someone's own out this that thing. they own this thing that you're like I'm too poor I'm yeah. never gonna be able to look at this thing it's too expensive and they just have it and they're like yeah you could borrow it and you're just like oh my god this, this thing I've been lusting so after I can't believe I could finally use it yep. but he's like no 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 I can't do it because the thing is is like developing that film is super expensive it's a sixty millimeter how are we gonna do it and mom's like very encouraging but dad's like oh, I mean he doesn't want to do it she's like no encourage him yeah you have to encourage him to do this 
and they start getting into a big argument about it. Also, Grandma's there, I guess. Yeah, that is uh, Paul Dano's mom. Okay. And Paul Dano's mom does not like Michelle Williams. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. She's very, like, down to earth, and, like, she's a little bit Very more, cynical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they start arguing. They also argue that the monkey doesn't have a polio vaccine. Fair because like monkeys get all the diseases we do. <laughs> to vaccinate that monkey, and so the monkey's been sleeping in bed with us. And I don't like it. <laughs> so they they start they keep arguing about this, and eventually he you know Sammy just stands up like you're embarrassing me. I am going to take the monkey in to get a vaccination for polio, and I'll film Ditch Day. Everyone's happy, okay? We stop arguing. Everything's gonna be fine. Oh, good. Um, like fine, okay. Good and good to know. Happy um, to see that. So he then goes and starts filming Ditch Day. And I am so scared during this scene, which Why? I shouldn't be. Because, because of the camera? He has a big, expensive camera, big, fancy camera, near water, sand, yeah. especially sand. sand. That's true and too. two bullies are on the beach that hate him. So I'm just like, when are they going to. And this you know? isn't his camera. Yeah. He's so borrowing his camera. That's camera. even scarier. Yeah. Um, but this doesn't happen. In fact, oh, he goes okay. around and films. It looks like a bunch of fun. Um, like he does these scenes where like I didn't know what was going on, but they're like putting yogurt and dropping it on people's faces, and I'm like I don't understand what's going on here. It probably looks like uh like a bird poop. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. That's what they're doing that for, right? That, that is why they're doing it. But I didn't understand it at the time. I was just, <laughs> mostly because I was so scared about the camera. I was like, yeah, stop fucking around with this yogurt. What are you doing? Yeah. But everyone's don't you know that's time. an airsoft camera? What the fuck? <laughs> airsoft camera. What the fuck is it called? Airflex. Airflex. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then they go and he films. He's all in the filming now. He like this rejuvenated him. You know, you do it once, you go out and have a great time, shooting a location, doing yeah. a documentary. So there's a shot of him filming the new house. Because I didn't mention this, but they were in a rental house before. Right. Oh, they were. Uh, yeah, because the house was being built. They're oh. building a whole brand new house. Jesus. Just for this. Because, you know, buying a new house, a brand new house will fix your marriage. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. they film the first time he they come through and there's a shot. It's shot through Spielberg's camera, or mm. excuse me, Sammy's camera. Oh, oh, and I so know. it's silent. So you see all the kids walk in; they're all excited. Paul Dano's in there; he's looking around; he's excited. He's like, "Go in that room, look around." Um, and then he's like, goes back to Michelle Williams, and you see her, and she's just kind of like, "I'm here." And then he goes and grabs, picks up Michelle Williams, the dad, and brings her across the threshold. Right. And he's so excited; she looks sad, <gasps> like this. Like slowly realizes, like, oh, this is like where I'm gonna be now. Yeah, this is my this tomb. This is it. This is my tomb. This is yeah. where I die. Um, and then the next scene immediately is two parents, and they're explaining that mom's gonna go back to Arizona, and like the girls just cannot understand. They start crying. Yeah. And he's like, you know, mom doesn't like it here. She just misses Arizona too much. Mom's like, no, say the truth. I miss, I miss Benny. Benny too much. Yeah. Tell the truth. And one of the girls just absolutely like hates this, just starts yelling. It's like, I can't believe we're breaking up this family. What about the monkey? I know. Where's the monkey going to live? Yeah. Monkey monkey probably doesn't go to like Arizona? Arizona. It's too hot for a monkey no way, in Arizona. Yeah. Um, Are capuchin and, monkeys like in tropical weather though? Like hotter weather? Yes, they're in hotter weather, but they're not in dry, dry weather. weather. I think yeah. dry weather is a little different. That's true. Um, Not to say it's not dry here in California, but Northern California is a little more No, misty. Northern California, yeah. 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 Um, and during this time... Sammy doesn't say anything. He's just watching this unfold. He's kind of emoting a little bit. But one thing I love, this is probably one of my one of my favorite shots of the movie, is he's, he's watching this argument take place, and he sees it in the mirror, and then he sees himself filming this oh. argument, filming it going through. I'm just like, oh, shit. He's thought, he, this is a moment that stuck in his mind, and during the time, all I could think about was, 
how would I shoot this? Yeah. To get the most emotional impact out of it. And now he's doing it. And now he's doing it for real. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Fucking nuts, man. Um, so he goes to edit this. He goes to edit his fucking beach movie, and his sister comes in and <laughs> is like, "Body tune, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much." And his sister's like, "How could you go back to your stupid movie after this?" Yeah, um, I need to escape. She always laughs at Benny's jokes, but Dad has always been his best audience or her best audience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Damn, that's that's pretty accurate." Yeah, sometimes you don't she's want like, an mom's. Audience. She's like, "Mom's very selfish right now," and he's like, "You're more selfish than Mom, Sammy." And Damn. She, he's like, "I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just trying to do this. Just get through it." Before you go, you're upset. Can you sit down and watch this movie for her? I show it to the whole school, and she does. I'm just like, this This is his coping, you know? Yeah, he's t- using, totally. He's using art to cope. He's just like, I'm going to put all of my thoughts and sadness and disappointment. And also, I mean, to be fair, he did probably see this coming beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I know. He knew this was coming to come, yeah. So they go to prom, which is where this movie's going to premiere. <laughs> and he gives Monica a bouquet with a cross on it. She loves it. She's very excited about it. Um, she's like, you did find Jesus, huh? And he's like, uh, yeah, at a store. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, a, just a little minor detail, but there's a band playing. And um, Monica's friend, Logan's ex-girlfriend, was singing. And she's doing a great job, killing it on stage. <laughs> okay. But then this guy with the trumpet comes up and he fucking sucks. He can't, he can't hit these notes. And I'm just like, oh, this is, this must have been what it's like before you could just have a DJ. You yeah. know, you had to have a live band to play prom. That would suck. And you just get students. The school band. Yeah. Like, you guys don't even get to enjoy prom. No. Yeah, you don't. You just yeah. gotta play this music. I That's, mean, they probably do at some point, but like. Yeah. Not, not, uh, who gets to play the music when they're playing the exactly. music? Who watches The Watchmen is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, him and Monica are dancing. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey. Monica. In a year, I'm going to go, when I graduate, I'm going to go to a movie studio in LA and try to get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't want to come with me at all. And she's like, I can't come with you. I'm going to Texas A&M. Like, we can't, I can't do this. He's like, she's like, why would I come with you? And he's like, because I love you. <gasps> and she's like, oh, well, I mean, that can't be true. We've only known each other for like a little bit. And I'm like, that's a good point. He just yeah. got to school and it's just prom now. Like, yeah, it's a lot. She's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I could, I could do that. He's like, well, I, I, my parents are having marriage difficulties, okay? And he's like, I've just not been right because of that. She's like, yeah, you've been acting like really strange lately. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry that happened, but like, you don't have to take that out on me. And then they go to the side and they start talking. And he, she's like, hey, you can have this necklace back. I just barely worn it. You can maybe get some money for it by like taking returning it or something oh, like that. That was and very nice of her. I know. She's she's very nice. She's very wow. polite about this. Um, And he, she's like, so you, he's like, you're breaking up with me then. And she says, no, I'm not breaking up with you now, but I mean, it's I will have to eventually. eventually. Yeah. And he's just like, damn. And then she says, sometimes we can't fix things, Sam, and all we can do is suffer. And then she walks off. And I'm That's like, a pretty Catholic way of looking like, at things. And I'm like, damn. But also, true. Very true. <laughs> sometimes yeah. we can't fix things. I yeah. don't know. Um, and then they go, okay, we got a new, we got a new short, guys. Everyone stand around. We got we to gotta present this of Ditch Day. It's a movie that Ditch Day that uh, Mr. Fableman made for us. Mm-hmm. Like, big old man, big old man. Everyone starts chanting it. Um, but in a positive way. In a positive way. Yeah. They're like excited to see us movie. Yeah. And he gets the projector, he puts the music on, and he starts showing the video off in front of everyone. And he can't really enjoy it. You know, he's standing there and like kind of sad. Everyone else is loving this movie. They're eating it up. Mm. Uh, it's got so many great scenes. Like you said, there was bird poop and they had shots of seagulls. And yeah. then there was bird poop I flying on there. They do it. And everyone was laughing and think that was funny. Some guy really loved the fact that he got a big wallop in his mouth. He's like, I'm the guy who ate all bird poop. <laughs> he's very excited about that. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't do anything for him. He's just so sad. 
He's just so sad. Uh, it's so sad. Um, but some of the ways he's framed things, he has all these shots of Chad walking around drunk and sad <laughs> and shots of Chad sitting down next to a girl at a, at a beach and him just getting up and the girl just getting up and leaving. That's and, awesome. But there's all these amazing shots of Logan. Like Logan is filmed all over the place. He's doing all this athletic stuff. He's playing volleyball. Yeah. He's do he's running around the sand. You know, he's shirtless. He's glistening. He's hot. he's hot. I'm like, this is interesting. But he's painting him as like a hero. Like he's just the main protagonist of this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's shown in such light, such glory. Like he could do anything. Like he's just like amazing. Like he is the run he he runs the school. Like yeah. he's the thing. He's it. Um and so, like, he's just been painted in such a good light, but, like, Bert sees this as he's watching it, and Chad's upset. He left. He's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> but, like, he's seeing it, and he starts, like, crying. crying a little bit. Logan does? Yeah, Logan does. Oh. He has a little, he's a cry. He starts crying, and, like, all the girls, like, really are like, oh, man. Even his ex is like, wow, that's, like, he's a really cool guy, actually, all, after Aww. all that. And, um... Like they, they all leave and the movie ends and Monica's like, wow, that was really good. And everyone's very hyped about it. She goes to find him at the projector, but he's gone. And you see Sam outside uh, against the lockers, like just crying, being right. sad because, you know, he got broken his, up with. Yeah. And his parents are going to break and up his too. parents. Like nothing is going right for him right yeah. now. Like sure. People love his movies, but who cares? His home life isn't really, yeah. really. Sure. They like anything. my movies always and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, Bert, fine. Or not Bert. Excuse me. Logan mm-hmm. finds him. And is like, why would you do that? Why did you film me like that? I've been nothing but mean to you. Yeah. Why did you make me look like the golden boy? He's like, I don't know why I did it. You, I just shot the film and I saw the story there. I just saw what was there is that you run, you know, you run the school. He's like, you made it look like I'm so fast. Like I could be anyone in the city. Look, you made it look like I could freaking fly, but I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then Logan starts crying because what had happened is it seems that He's painted, he's created a false idea Logan of who he is, yeah. of what Logan is. Yeah. This is not who he is, and he'll never live up to that yeah. expectation of what this film portrays him as. Right. He can beat anyone in the city, but this makes it like he could take on the whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's upset by that and shaken, and he doesn't know what to feel about this portrayal of him. And he starts crying and has this moment of vulnerability. And then Chad shows up and is like, I'm going to kick your ass, Sammy. <laughs> and he comes over and Logan just fucking punches him right in the face. Sweet. And he leaves. And it's just this moment of just like, what is happening? And fucking Logan's pacing in front of Sammy. Like, is he going to beat him? Is he going to kiss him? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you, just don't, like you just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, look, you don't tell anyone I got emotional. And he's, Sammy's like, okay, I won't. And then he pauses and he says, unless I make a movie about it, which I'm never going to do. <laughs> he looks dead at the camera. Yeah. Might as well have. I looked twice. Yeah. I was like, did you look at that in the camera? Because I'm like, I know exactly what this is. That's awesome. He's like, Ugh. So Bert pulls out Bert. Uh, why do I keep calling him Bert? I don't know why I decided this guy's name was Bert afterwards. <laughs> Logan pulls out a joint. Nice. And is like, hey, um, this will take emotions this, away. This will take emotions away. He's like, and he gives it to Sammy. And Sammy's like, what does it do? What does it feel like? And he's like, well, it shows you how to control everything is and how it doesn't matter. Hmm. He's like, uh, I better not. Things, <laughs> things are already like out of control in my life right now. <laughs> you have. And he's like, all right. And he leaves and walks away. And he says, look, right before he leaves, he says, look, life's not like movies, Fableman. To which Sam responds. 
maybe not. But hey, in the end, you got the girl. Mm. And then he flips. They flip each other off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that scene was really good. I really like that scene. I know. I saw it in your eyes. Oh, so you good. loved that bit. It was good. Um, that what happens. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so he comes home like late. Almost seems like next day. And mom's there. And mom says, Sam, I'm so sorry about that time I hit you. I ruined everything. I made you miss merit badges. I made you miss being Eagle Scout. He's like, no, I made the Eagle Scout. Like, it's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I forgive you. She's like, tell me you forgive me because I, I I need you to tell me you forgive me because basically at this point, she's like, I'm abandoning my kids. Yeah. I've abandoned my child. I'm about to abandon my child. <laughs> Paul Dano is now the bastard in the basket. That's right. <laughs> so um, he's like, you need to forgive me. And he, she says, I, he says, I forgive you, mom. It's okay. He's like, I got to do this. I know it's selfish, but sometimes you have to follow your heart because you don't owe your life to anyone, not even me. He's like, damn. I'm like, damn, that's the thesis of the movie, man. That's right. That's right. Um, and he's like, oh, Monica dumped me, by the way. She's like, wow, that's messed up. <laughs> so we cut to one year later in L.A. Mm. Um, he comes home um, crying to dad. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. His dad's like, no, 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 you're okay. You're just having a panic attack. Your mom used to get these. I'll make you some tea. You're okay. Aww. It's going to be fine. Um, he's like, you really, you're having it rough right now. It's, you know, it's a three-hour drive to college. He's like, I can't go back. It's too much. I hate college. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, Cal State Long Beach ain't that bad. Okay? <laughs> All right? Don't worry. Is he going to Long Beach? Yeah, that's where he goes. I know for a fact he goes there. Because oh. I know that one story about, like, he uh, went to school there, hated it, quit, got a job somewhere else, like actually in the, in the movie the industry. Film business. What did he end up doing? Um, well, fine. <laughs> but he came back later and actually got his degree because he never got it. Oh, wow. to show that it was important. And oh, so for yes, his thesis, I have heard this story, for his yes. thesis, he was like, Schindler's you're Schindler's List. list. Yeah, and you're right. like, all right, well, you fucking graduate. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he he starts to lament like how much he hates it. Mm. It's like, well, maybe your roommates calm down. He's like, no. Like my roommate voted for Goldwater. I can't go back. <laughs> he's like, oh. he's like, fine. You know what? You calm down. You look at the mail. I'm gonna go make some, get this some soup ready. And he's like, oh, we got a, we got some letters from mom. Oh, it's a bunch of goofy photos from the block party. You want to see? Dad looks at him. He just gets real fucking sad. I'll bet. Real. I'm sad. sure there's a photo of like. And Benny he looks, her. and he's like, oh shit. And Sammy realizes what he's done. There's a photo of the three girls, but in the back corner is Michelle and Benny laughing it up having a great time time. at the barbecue then there's another one of them fucking (laughs) (laughs) real weird that she sent that along yeah (laughs) their whole family is weird you know yeah weird families like just let you know this is what's happening (laughs) um he's like look he's so sad and he just comes back he's like look if you don't want to go to college you don't have to i know whatever you want to do whatever you're passionate about you're gonna work like the dickens whatever you do and we're never, me and you, no matter how much you work, we're never going to forget each other. He's like, you and mom have. And he's like, no, we haven't. Aww. We haven't forgotten about each other. That's why we never put an end to our story at all. Oh. I'm like, oh. Film so story. they didn't actually divorce. I mean, maybe they didn't, mm. but. But they definitely no, they, separated. No, they did say mention divorce. They mentioned divorce. Like, divorce. No. That's a different kind of divorce. Where you're like, that's when you got Benny <laughs> like involved. You're really bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, divorce is when you get divorced because of Benny. Oh, that's right. Yeah, divorce. Yeah, yeah, that's divorce. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happens more often than you think. Yeah. He's a really charismatic guy. Watch out for a Benny of Arrow yeah. Hope because Benny's like Benny from The Mummy. Come on. Yeah. He breaks up out. so many marriages. Yeah. <laughs> think of my children. You don't have any children. Someday I might. <laughs> anyway. So, um, 
he sees like something in the mail. He's like, oh, wait, it's this. And it's a mail to, to Sammy from CBS. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, shit, this is the end of the movie. <laughs> and we I'm, need you I thought to this direct is, Columbo. I, I thought this movie was good. Yeah, Columbo. I thought the movie was going to end right here. I thought that, He did direct like, the first episode of Columbo. He did. Yeah. He did. He did. So that's what this is going to be, right? Peter Falk shows up. Mm, no, not oh. yet. Not quite. Well, here's the thing. He probably did direct the first episode of Columbo, but you know, you don't just start as a director of Columbo. That's true. You got to do some <laughs> other things first. So he takes a meeting with someone. Hmm. It's Greg Gunberg, everyone's favorite. Come on, that guy from Heroes, the guy who's in like every J.J. Abrams movie. Oh, yes, Come on, yes, Greg yes, Gunberg. Yes. He's God. giving him a shot. He's like, <laughs> come on, everyone loves Greg Gunberg. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. J.J. Abrams is dorm room buddy. Yeah. yeah cool. So he's like, hey, check out this movie or the show we're making. It's going to be really funny. It's called Hogan's Heroes. Oh, shit. He's like, oh, yeah, it sounds like it'll be really funny. He's like, okay, look, I got your letter. I really liked it. I used to write a ton of letters like this. I get it. Not I'm going to answer, but I was like, you know what? We'll give you a job here. Uh, unfortunately, we work in TV, so it's just going to be like, uh, you know, an assistant to an assistant to assistant. Like, you're going to get something really low. I know you want to be a film director. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'll take whatever I can get as long as I want to work in the industry. He's like, yeah. okay, cool. What? You're really excited to make movies, right? Oh, movies. Yeah. Do you want to make the greatest film director who has ever lived? He's like, um, I, sure, I guess. He's like, okay. He lives, he's in the office right down here. Here, I'll, I'll set you up with him. So he takes here him over. Here comes the scene, comes baby. The scene. He takes him across the hall. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, well, he's not in right now. He's at lunch. But his secretary is here, and the secretary sits down like, "Here, you'll be taken care of. Good luck. I'll see you later." I'm like, "Good luck." It's a weird thing to say. <laughs> so the secretary's like, oh, "He's not. You're not at lunch, huh? Or he's out at lunch. Might be hours. You never know when he's going to show up." And so it's just this panned shot of him just being like, "Wow!" Because he realizes who's, um, who's he going to tell? Who's going to be? Whose director it is? He realizes it is because they never mention his name. Yeah. They don't even mention it in the movie. They just show all the posters, all the movies that John Ford has made. Right. 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 And so you put together in your head like, oh, my God, this is like one of the biggest directors ever. The, yeah, ever in the day. Yeah. And it's just magical music coming by. And wow. He's just like expanding everything. And then record scratch happens, <laughs> which I thought was a little weird. It was like a record scratch. A little okay. bit much, yeah. Opens up the door and this man walks in just covered in like kisses. Yeah. He smooches. <laughs> and the secretary runs to go like clean him up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this guy? <laughs> Did you know? I did not know. Oh, man. So then I'm sitting down, and he goes over there, and he's like, okay, he's here. Take off your take off your tie. You don't need to do that. Um, you, you got five minutes, probably more like one. Mm. Um, so good luck, and I'll see you out there. So he walks over there, and you got this man just with an eye patch, yes. just sitting here fucking trying to light up a cigar. Yeah. He lights the cigar and takes like a bunch of puffs out of it, and he, there's this kid just standing in front of him watching it. Yeah. Watching him as he's just this eye patch. You don't see what it is. And I'm just like, wow, this looks like straight from Indiana Jones when they're like smoke, smoking a pipe or yeah, a yeah, yeah. cigar. And then as soon as he says, they tell you you want to make a motion picture. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it just got real. That's right. <laughs> the best film director ever showed up. That's the thing that I love is that they literally casted what was the best film director then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like someone that like if you're a filmmaker, who's the filmmaker you're gonna look up to now? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be probably, probably like David, David Lynch, Lynch yeah. right? <laughs> I don't think and he looks a lot like. He does. Like it really Ford made too. him look like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like David Lynch probably is a little nicer, but you know, I also imagine like if you're trying to get your spooch on and some little kid, some kid comes in and you're gonna be like, pretty yeah. rude to them. Yeah. So 
then he says, uh, you want to be a filmmaker, huh? Well, this... don't watch movies on your fucking telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Get real. This business will rip you apart. Yeah. What do you know about art, kid? He's like, uh, uh, uh. Go look at that picture over there. What is... Describe what's in that picture. He's like, there's um, two guys. There's two guys on a, on a horse and... There, no, what, what, where's the horizon? <laughs> it's like, oh, the, the horizon's at the bottom. Okay, show me that photo. He's like, oh, there's some guys with guns in the, in the hall. No, 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 show no, me no, where the, the horizon is. Where's the horizon? <laughs> it's at the top, sir. That's right. <laughs> now, remember this. When the horizon is at the bottom, it's interesting. When the horizon is at the top, it's interesting. When the horizon's in the middle, it's boring as shit. <laughs> Now, good luck and get the fuck out of my office. Yes! <laughs> yes! Like, <laughs> I felt like he just came from the set of Babylon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just walked right out of there. Yeah, yeah. He shows up here. <laughs> and the last shot... Fuck, that's awesome. Is, um... Is that really, like, the last no, scene? No, no, this is the, it's the last scene. Now it's the last shot. Oh, my God. I know. That's why you watch spoilers, bro. I didn't mean I to. Mean, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's really, like... I thought they could end the movie beforehand, but this is definitely, like... We got an idea for this. We We're gotta put it. this yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Um, the last shot is him looking up at the office, and like, huh? Oh, that was amazing. And then like <laughs> walking out, and like the music swells, and it's him walking towards the back lot, and he's got the back to the camera, and he's walking away, and then the camera goes down a little bit, like turns down a little bit, and then refocuses back up, and now the horizon's at the bottom of the screen. Oh, it was in the middle before. Shit. And then Boom, directed by Steven Spielberg. Perfect. I'm like, damn, that's an end. Perfect. Holy that was such shit. a smart little like that was the like they're inching closer and closer towards the meta. Right. Yeah, like yeah. at the beginning, you're like, I could piece it together. And then the part where he's like, Well, if I make a movie about it, and now the part where literally the camera listens to the advice yeah. of, you know, of John of, Ford. Of John Ford moving moving the camera right into the right position. Because before it was the middle. It looked cool, but it did look better when yeah. the horizon was at the bottom. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's oh, boring as shit. I love it. That's yeah. that is a that sounds amazing. That's such a good movie. It's a good ending, dude. Like I was so excited when I got the end of the I'm like, I can't wait to tell Mike about it. <laughs> like I, I I'm a little upset that you found out about Dave Lynch. I'm I would sorry. Have, I would have loved it's not your fault. You didn't know. You, look, you see David Lynch on your timeline or whatever, you're gonna click it. I'm I know gonna you. click you're it. Not I need gonna to see not. what's going on with David yeah. Lynch. Yeah. So that's fair. But like Man, that was that was a wild reveal. I was not <laughs> for prepared real, for that because he is kind of like obscuring his face. And yeah, then the minute he starts talking, the minute start talking, I'm like, well, you can't get rid of that voice. <laughs> you can't change your voice. Come on now. I love it. That um, was so. So how'd you like that? You like the movie? I did like it overall. I think it was good. Yeah. It's, I think it's just like a really competently made film. Yeah, it's a solid film. It's a very solid film. You know, this yeah. could have been. I mean, this is material like that. You know, the movie Dad could have been working with. You know. Oh yeah, like, it's yeah. in that same sort of like it could have been very. Uh, melodramatic saccharin mm -hmm. yeah but it doesn't i think the fact is that it's like there's no like super happy ending with his family right no. like there's a happy ending with him yeah but he knows he can't change his family and yeah. i think he's kind of like let that go it's just like you know what my parents ended up how they did mm -hmm. i'm gonna go and do what my heart tells me i'm gonna do what i want to do i don't have any responsibilities right now you know i don't have to hold the family together mm -hmm. i'm gonna do what my mom didn't do because she was going to be like a great pianist, but great artist, great yeah. artist. Yeah. But I'm now going to go do that for her, you know, sort of thing and, and become successful. And I wonder what he did. I uh, hope he makes it. <laughs> hope that little guy makes it. That is really beautiful. I agree with you. I think it's also what elevates this to a lot of other like really cheesy, sappy movies is it's just so well shot. I know. <laughs> it's just, it's just so like, well shot. It really shows that like if you just make a movie 
really well yeah. and just know what it's about. Yeah. And also all the actors like are really well directed and all it's all like directed towards one singular point about like follow your dreams, which is a very simple, cheesy seen it a billion times seen before. A billion times before. Yeah. But it's not hammered in your face the same way, right? Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. just little scenes about like you need to follow your heart because I can't it's not like hammering into his head, like, you gotta follow your heart. If this were a lesser movie, yeah. Like dad would have also sat down and said that too. Right. But he didn't. No. He was just like, you do what you gotta do. You know, if you're not happy, you do it. Mm-hmm. I'll support you. You're gonna work your heart out. Whatever. Yeah. It's not even like follow your dreams. It's no. just like whatever you wanna do, I know you're gonna do well at it. Yeah, as long as which you is, work hard, you're gonna do it. Which is great. a much more scientific way than um his mom told him on yeah. like the last scene with Sam in it. That's true. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a really good movie. Michelle Williams want... is incredible in this Yeah, film. she's really, really like, good. You can really see what she's thinking through her eyes. Like mm-hmm. I, That's just such a sign of a good actor. You know? Yeah. I was just like really, really impressed. Yeah, she definitely should get nominated. So much sure. of this movie is just looking at Michelle Williams, looking at things. Yeah. And like you can see exactly what she's thinking. She looked at those monkeys. She's like, wow, I really miss Benny. my man, yeah. Benny. <laughs> she made me believe that she was in love with with Seth Rogen. Oh, dude. And that's great acting. Oh, right my there. God. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, Seth Rogen didn't look, he looked a little different. He's looking you know, pretty he, good in this. He, he swapped he's, himself out. Yeah. So, um, uh, would you recommend it then? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great movie. It's so good. It's a good movie. And hopefully, it gets nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Guys. There's 10 shots, please. <laughs> uh, please, come on. There's got to be one of those what open a, for Come on. Like, look, it's, it's made about movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally about, like, Movie making. Yeah, like what a... Our, be- our greatest living director. Yeah, I mean, look. Okay, what was it? The Pianist was also a semi-autobiatical uh, yeah, movie. And that was that also, one. That one. Yeah. So, you know, this might happen again. Con. You know? Give it a shot, guys. Uh, did you guys... Uh, do you guys enjoy Steven Spielberg movies? Email us. Email <laughs> other podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to any of our previous uh, Best Picture Movie episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it in the show no matter what it says, even if it is a little bit sappy. A little we'll do sappy. It. We'll do it. Doesn't we'll matter. Do it. Yeah. Do you think there's anyone out there who doesn't like Spielberg movies? Oh, absolutely. Right? There's got to be. There's some, absolutely, there's absolutely people. people out there. Yeah. But I guess what's surprising to me is like there's got to be one Spielberg movie you like, right? Right. That's, he says like, so Indiana many different Jones, genres. Like, Indiana Jones is such an easy movie to like, you know? Yeah, but then people will be like, oh, no, but he's he's stealing artifacts from yeah, main people. Yeah, so you can come right. up with that. Jaws, that's a great movie to like. Oh, with kids dying in it. It makes yeah, you feel sad. fair. E.T.'s ugly alien man. <laughs> Uh, Close Encounters Third Kind is really boring People hate Close Encounters Which is a shame Because um, that's like One of my favorites AI is just Pinocchio Yeah uh, Ready Player think, One Oh is it, no one hates I think Ready everyone one. loves Yeah Ready, Ready Player, Player One It's got one, one for everything You're yeah, right You're right, right. There's everyone, one movie That everyone likes And it's Ready, Ready Player, Player One, one. Yeah, yeah it's the one movie that's It's the in one. the name That's it And Good you're ready for it Enjoy Ready Player One Hey guys, if you want to join some other like-minded fans of this podcast, you can check out our Discord, which can be linked in the latest podcast going forward, as well as theotherhalfpodcast.com. If you want to discuss movies we've watched on the podcast, if you want to recommend movies for future episodes, or if you want to watch movies, we'll have uh, movie nights on the Discord. You can pop in, watch the movies with us and other fans of the podcast. There's also a section on the Discord where if you want to, you can learn more about my Twitch stream. But, you know, you don't have to. If you don't want to, it could be purely 
only about the podcast. But if you do want to, it's really great. And sometimes I'm on stream too, every other Thursday. Check it out. We play horror games specifically. You can get notified whenever a new podcast episode or whenever Ethan's live on Twitch, which is pretty often. You get to see our pretty faces as well as other people that like the podcast and watch Ethan's stream. Yeah, so come join. The Discord is your oyster, guys. Do whatever you want with it. The Discord is your oyster. 